Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Surreal Media Small Business Experience. It is Friday, November 9th, 2018. Brian Searle here with you and we are ready for another episode. So before I get on to the main topic of the show today, I want to mention GDPR and the European privacy law that is impacting small businesses here in the United States who are targeting European users right now which is not most of you, to be perfectly honest. But what I really want to talk about is how California has a new privacy law coming in 2020 or 2021 that is basically going to mirror the GDPR in its features and restrictions and govern the data use and the data collection that many of you do on a day-to-day basis on your customers. And so what I want to just put out there is that you really need to be taking this seriously, not from a lawsuit standpoint yet, but from a being prepared for the future standpoint, because if you can slowly over the next year or two until California's law comes into effect, start understanding how privacy works, how data collection works, what you're collecting on your website and through social media channels and things like that, then you'll have a much easier time transitioning to this when it takes effect than you will if you're scrambling at that point to try to figure it all out and catch up with everyone else. The reason this came across my desk today is there is an article on Engadget that we talked about on the Insider Perks podcast about an early test of the GDPR taking on data brokers. For those of you who don't know what data brokers are, we call them also data aggregators or data providers in the marketing world. They're basically four companies that exist to collect as much information on both business and personal people as they can and then basically broker that data and sell it to other people. So it is advantageous for us as a marketing agency when we're working with small businesses to push out the correct information to these data brokers so that then they can disseminate it to the websites that they work with, which end up leading to better citations, listing, and local SEO scores for our clients. So in that way, they're a benefit, but they're also collecting a bunch of personal data about everyone as well. And so from a personal standpoint, you want to understand, obviously, where your personal data is, where it's going, what it's being used for. And so hopefully the GDPR, as well as this California law, will help us long term sort out some of those questions. But from a business standpoint, we'll still be able to use these aggregators, I believe, because we're voluntarily giving them information. It's not like we're going to shut them down or anything like that. But the practices surrounding them are going to change. And I believe that as we move forward with more cameras, more technology, more things, we're going to have to have a real conversation about how we govern these practices at a federal level, at a state level. And really, if that's not going to be enacted, if we're going to continue to have standstills with legislation, with both sides disagreeing, then at some point, we're just going to have to decide either on our own or through kind of organizations of companies themselves, like Google or Facebook, agreeing to a certain type of data collection policy, privacy policy, those types of things, or we're just going to have to decide as users what's acceptable to us and what's not on a case-by-case basis. So our bigger story today is about the changing face of retail, and more specifically, how this is continuing to level the playing field for small businesses compared to where you were even five or ten years ago with competing against a lot of the bigger brands for things like, obviously, internet, Uh, advertising time, eyeballs, attention, things like that. But now also this is extending into retail stores as well, 
which have long been a haven for bigger brands who have paid for placement or created large partnerships or things like that, even think to your grocery store, you very rarely up until maybe five years ago or so started seeing a lot of more of the local brands in stores and it's really missing in a lot of places still unless you go to those uh, shops like Whole Foods or you know Earth Fair or local organic places that are trying to feature some of the smaller brands intentionally. And so what Facebook has done is they have created a pop-up store that is going to be in a bunch of different Macy's locations to start in various cities. The list in the article that I'm reading here includes Atlanta, Fort Lauderdale, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, San Antonio, San Francisco, Seattle, Pittsburgh, and New York City. And this is obviously a pilot program, but it's going to extend through the holiday season into February. And my hunch is is that the reason that they're doing that is try to figure out the data points behind the holiday season as well as what happens if they maybe left it up all year round, the January-February type deal where people are not shopping for the holidays and maybe that's more of an indicator of what regular traffic might be all year round. And so what this pop-up store basically does is it takes brands, small businesses that are selling their products in the Facebook marketplace and gives them an opportunity to have their products featured on shelf space at Macy's. So all the traffic that floods through those retail stores, especially in the larger metropolitan areas where they're testing this stuff out, has an opportunity to experience products that they otherwise might not have ever seen. So... It will be open again until February, and I imagine that if it's successful, it will not only expand through Facebook, but you'll find other ways in the future that the retail playing field will be leveled for small businesses. And so think of things like the brand new Amazon four-star only stores. There are only three of them in the United States, I believe, as of right now, but there's no question in my mind, at least, that these things will continue to pop up as they find more success over the holidays and further beyond that. When you're talking about a store that only features four-star items or higher, it really levels the playing field for small businesses who sell on Amazon because while you're naturally going to feature some of the bigger brands that produce great products that people rate highly, there are also a lot of the bigger brands that don't enjoy four-star ratings for a variety of reasons uh, it, you know, really is brand specific, but if you're selling on Amazon as a small business, it's, it's very easy to produce a very good product, provide very good service and get above that four star threshold to the point where you may not have too much trouble being featured in a store like Amazon in a retail space that only offers four star rated items or higher, depending on how they use that moving forward. If there's an application process or how Amazon goes about getting and selecting businesses to feature in those stores. And it's kind of the same way with Facebook and these pop-up stores. There's a lot that we don't know right now. We don't know how they're deciding what products to put in these displays. We don't know if it's something that businesses have to pay for or if they have to offer a cut of their sales back to Facebook, kind of like the App Store and how it works with Google and Apple. Uh, We don't know if it's an advertising play. Maybe you have to advertise and pay Facebook per, you know, I guess per sale would be the same thing as as offering a a credit of the revenue, but we really don't know how this works, how you apply, 
whether the playing field truly is level across all small businesses. So there are a lot more questions that we have than answers right now. But overall, when you look at how the playing field potentially could be leveled going forward, even if it's just baby steps and we're only bringing in a handful of small businesses into this ecosystem, into Facebook or into the Amazon's four-star stores, there's no question in the future that this is going to expand because I really believe that there's a hunger from local consumers to shop local, to support local businesses or just small businesses in general. And in many cases, there's more of a care and a thought and a uniqueness that goes into some of those local products versus the mass manufactured ones, certainly not applicable in all cases, but in a lot of cases it is. And so there's, there's very much a, a plausible future where if this model is successful, then you could see other people replicating it in other stores, Google, Apple, stuff like that. So ultimately, I guess the point I'm trying to drive home in this episode is that as a small business, it has traditionally been a struggle to gain notability, to gain notoriety, to gain the ability to attract the customers on a playing field that used to require tens of thousands of dollars to produce videos and to get on television and to do radio ads and all those kinds of things that were previously limited to either big brands or people with deeper pockets. And now that the internet has come along, it's just interesting to see how the internet began to level the playing field for small business owners by providing an equal opportunity platform to offer your products and services online in the same places that everyone else could. And then through advertising with cheaper Google ads in the beginning, now cheaper social ads, that's helping level the playing field among small businesses versus big brands. And now we're kind of seeing this full circle shift where that online leveling of the playing field is circling back and now trying to, and in certain cases is impacting physical retail stores as well through Facebook, through Amazon four stars and stuff like that. And so it's really kind of coming full circle. And I believe that's in large part due to the demand of the consumer and their desire to see higher quality products, different products, unique products, and also to support more of the small businesses that are in their neighborhoods or in other neighborhoods that are really trying to put a lot of care and thought into their products. So really appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of the Cerro Media Small Business Experience. We will see you tomorrow.